What happens when we begin to realize that the 200-year experiment we've called the American healthcare system has failed? Tune in to Awakened Wellness with Milen Riobay, MD, and join the conversation about how to heal our broken system to reverse our current health crisis. The entire world is looking for answers, and the truth is hidden in plain sight. Learn how spirituality, ancient traditions, and cutting-edge science are merging to create a new paradigm of wellness every Wednesday at 12 a.m. and 12 p.m. Eastern Time with live video shows every first and third Wednesday at 12 p.m. Eastern Time when you can call in and ask the questions that matter most to you. And we're live. Hello and welcome to Awakened Wellness. I'm your host, Dr. Milan Reobe, and uh, thanks for joining us today. Today's topic is going to be what's your dynamic metabolic type and how ignoring that can lead to fatigue and burnout. And of course, as always, what you can do about it. Um, so this topic is really important because it's actually the, the basis from which I help all of my clients. So uh, in my study of traditional Chinese medicine uh, over 20 years ago, I didn't know it at the time, but um, there are these six different types that people exhibit or, or patterns that once you know what those six, which of those six you fall into, it kind of unfolds everything that's going to work for you and everything that's not going to work for you. And I'll explain what I mean by that. So when I studied traditional Chinese medicine, there was a, a concept in traditional Chinese medicine that flows um, through everything. And Chinese medicine is, is very holistic. It is basically all-encompassing. Um, and it is all about balance and how we balance our what we think are opposite parts of ourselves that are really not opposites at all. Uh, but Chinese medicine explains it so well that we begin to kind of understand how we can start to bring all of our being into balance. And when we don't feel well, um, and I, I work on fatigue a lot with my clients because that happens to be what they come in with the most, um, you know, in, in the, the private world, like when we're seeing clients in our offices or in, a, in the online course that I'm doing, the vast majority of people who come are tired, they're exhausted, they're burnt out, right? And everywhere we turn now, we hear about burnout. Um, and how you get yourself out of that burnout state, how you get yourself to no longer be tired, in other words, to be um, invigorated, energized, is actually by balancing yourself um, and understanding what that actually means in terms of what you do during the day. And so Chinese medicine is about the balance of yin and yang. And yin and yang appear to be opposites, right? So, so yang would be, for example, daytime and yin would be, for example, nighttime. Um, and we think of those things as being opposites of each other, but really they're the same thing. Uh, it's just our, percep our perception of uh, you know that that one thing that shifts. So if we are opposite the sun, where we are located on the planet, we perceive that as nighttime, but it's just as easily daytime. It just depends on where on the planet you are. So day and night are actually the same thing. Um, and Chinese medicine teaches us that day and night are actually the same thing. So we understand that, yeah, day's kind of the opposite of night, but not really. Um, you know, day becomes night and night becomes day. Uh, and so they're kind of the same. They, they inter, they're interchangeable. Um, and this is what the balance is about. And so once we begin to understand, wait, they're kind of the same thing, but it's my perception that I need to shift so that I can understand what it actually is that I'm looking at. And so they talk about the balance of yin and yang, and then they talk about this concept called the eight principles. And so they divide yin and yang into eight different little categories. Um, and so there's yin and there's yang, and that's two of the concepts. And then they talk about 
uh, temperature, right? So something is um, either hot or cold. And then they say something is either on the inside or on the outside. Uh, and then they say um, that, uh, what's the last principle? How can I explain it the best? It's interior, exterior, yin and yang, um, hot, cold. Um, and, and basically what it means is if you can subdivide those categories, you will be able to pretty much explain everything. If you're able to subdivide that into what I call a dynamic metabolic type, but in Eastern medicine, they basically call it the theory of yin and yang. Um, then you understand how you move through your day. Um, and so what I realized after a while is if you can know if something is either too much or too little. So the, the seventh and eighth principles are excess and deficient. Um, and then there's hot and there's cold. If you can just figure out those four things, you're going to really know exactly how to move through your day, how to balance everything out, how to feel better. And so unknowingly, I began to categorize all my clients into these categories. And they teach us how to do this in Chinese medicine. But what I realized is I can actually teach people how to do this for themselves so they can know how to do this. Because what I found is that people would rely on me to tell them everything, right? Um, and we have a joke like people come into the office and they just start sticking their tongues out because that's how we diagnose people in Chinese medicine. We, they stick their tongues out and we actually kind of read their energy on their tongue. And we also feel their pulses. Um, but that's after we sort through a bunch of symptoms with them. And so what I realized is there's five simple questions that you can ask yourself that will help you know which of these dynamic metabolic types you are. And then from that, you'll be able to figure everything out on your own. So while it may seem very complicated, it's actually quite simple. And so there are six dynamic metabolic types that I, um, that I came up with that I found to be the most helpful for me to help my clients. So I'm gonna show you today how to figure out for yourself. And then you can pretty much determine everything else you need to do from there. So if you're feeling tired, if you're fatigued or burnt out, that's because you're out of balance, right? And you're gonna be able to figure out, well, what am I out of balance in? by knowing which of the dynamic metabolic types you are. And so if someone's tired and they come in, I usually ask them like on a scale of one to 10, how do you feel when you wake up in the morning? Um, and they have to pick a number from one to 10. One being they're so exhausted, they can't get out of bed. 10 being they feel great, they can bounce out of bed and do anything they wanna do. Um, most of my clients, if they come in feeling tired, they'll pick a number anywhere between three and seven. Um, and so I tell them, okay, keep that number in mind. Um, and then the next question is usually, does that number go up or down as you move through your day? And again, for those of you who haven't done our burnout assessment yet, you can go to awakenwellnessnow.com um, and you can download the burnout assessment, which will help you to figure out what we're going through right now to figure out your dynamic metabolic type. And so that number, when you wake up in the morning, let's say it's a five, right? If you wake up in the morning and you're feeling like I could still sleep, but I got to get up because I have to go to work or take my kids to school or whatever the case may be, and you rate yourself a five, right? Does that number go up or down as you move through your day? So as you get up and you start moving around, maybe you've taken your shower, maybe you've had your breakfast, had your cup of coffee, does that number actually go up? Do you go from a five to a seven or do you actually start to feel worse, right? Does that number start to take a nosedive as you move through your day? If that number goes up and you feel great and, and you need to keep moving through your day to feel better, you're an excess dynamic metabolic type. So there are two broad categories of dynamic metabolic types. You're either gonna be excessive or deficient. So if you woke up with a five and you actually feel better when you move around, that's a sign of what I call an excess dynamic metabolic type. The reason for that is as you feel like you need to move around, what you're actually moving around is inflammation and toxins. So there is an excess of stuff in your body that doesn't belong there that you feel like you have to force to move. Those are the people that will say, I woke up a five, but then when I started to move around, my five went to a seven or an eight or a nine. And if I keep moving around, I feel fine. But if I sit still, I don't feel good. 
I'll fall asleep at my desk. I'll fall asleep on the couch. I'll fall asleep in meetings. Um, those are people that have an excess dynamic metabolic type, right? So, so just keep that in mind. Now, if you're the one that says, you know what, by one o'clock in the afternoon, I'm exhausted. I'm tired. I could take a nap. My five goes down to a three and then it keeps going down from there. So that's telling you that you have a deficient dynamic metabolic type. In other words, as you move around, you're using up energy that you don't really have and you're feeling more and more and more tired. That's a sign of, of what in Chinese medicine we would call a deficiency. What that means is you're missing things from your body that your body actually needs to power you, right? So everything is about energy. So when we talk about balancing energy, everything is energy. So the food we eat, the oxygen we breathe, that all gets transformed in the body into energy. And then all of our cells throughout our whole body use that energy to power activities and functions. So everything that you do is, is an activity of your body or a body function from the way that you see, the way that you speak, the way that you move, everything you do is your body making and using energy to do that thing. If your five goes down to a three to a two by one o'clock in the afternoon, that's telling you that you have a deficiency or multiple deficiencies of energy. Uh, and so we broadly categorize that into a deficient dynamic metabolic type. And then this, the next question is, well, if I rest, do I feel better or worse? Does that number go up or down if I rest? So if you're five that you woke up with, if you rest for an hour, in other, or if you're sitting at your desk and working, or if you have to read, do you get more tired when you do that? Or do you actually feel better when you do that? If you get more tired when you do that, if you say, wow, if I sit still, I'll fall asleep or I won't be as efficient. I have to keep getting up and moving around to feel better, to wake myself up throughout the day. That again says you're an excessive dynamic metabolic type or an excess. You have to move the inflammation and toxins around so that they get out of the way so that your body can then use the energy that's good to power your function. So if you have to force energy through your body by constantly moving around, then that tells you that there's junk in there. There's stuff that doesn't belong in there that's in the way. And so your body can't send energy to all the cells in your body because there are blockages in the forms of inflammation and toxins that are preventing your body from sending the good energy to power your body function. So those people will distinctly say, my five goes to a three if I sit still, you know, or even a two, I'll fall asleep if I sit still. They're excessive dynamic metabolic types. The people that have a deficient dynamic metabolic type will say, oh my God, I love to take naps, you know, or I'll just lay down for a while. I feel so much better. My five will go up to a seven. Um, or, you know, if you sank down to a three before you took your nap, you might get back up to a seven with a nap. That's telling you when you rest, when you stop and you allow your body to make more energy for you, you feel better. So that, that means that you have a deficient dynamic metabolic type, right? And so the next question is, does that number go up or down when you exercise, right? So if you work out, if you uh, go to the gym, for example, and you work out and you feel so much better, right? I'll have some clients say, I have to work out or I don't feel good. Um, you know, I feel, I feel sluggish if I don't work out that again, is telling you you're forcing inflammation and toxins through your body through exercise. And so you're allowing your body to send good energy to your cells to power your functions. That's an excess dynamic metabolic type. If you say workout, I can't work out. I'm too tired. Or if I force myself to work out, I feel horrible. You have a deficient dynamic metabolic type. All right. And so it's important to know, do I have an excessive dynamic metabolic type or do I have a deficient dynamic metabolic type? Because that's going to answer your questions for everything else you should be doing to fix your fatigue and burnout. The last question has to do with temperature. And a lot of people don't appreciate how important body temperature or uh, perception of temperature actually is. Um, and I talk about this a lot in the podcast, but a lot of people don't put it together for them to figure out how to move through their day to beat fatigue and burnout, because you know it's, it's hard to put all those components together when you don't hear them a lot. And we just don't talk about this in our culture, but our temperatures really matter. 
Um, and, and it's not just your internal temperature, your body temperature, but also your perception of your temperature, your tolerance of different temperatures. And so the last question is, do you feel hot or cold compared to most other people? And so that's a really important question because once you know if you're an excess or deficient dynamic metabolic type, the next thing you need to know is, am I a cold excess or a cold deficient? Am I a hot excess or a hot deficient? Or am I um, a temperature neutral excess or a temperature neutral deficient? Um, and that really matters because temperature also dictates how your body gets energy throughout itself. So if you're too cold, if you say, you know what, I always have a jacket on, um, or I'm always wanting to turn on the heat when no one else really feels cold in my family, or if I go out somewhere, no one around me feels cold, I feel like I'm the only one with the jacket on, uh, or even if your temperature is too low. So some people will have a temperature of 97, even 96, you're a cold dynamic metabolic type. So once you know if you are an excess or deficient, you marry that with knowing if you're cold or hot or temperature neutral. Hot will be, I feel warmer than everybody else. I'm always trying to crank up the AC or turn the fan on when nobody else wants to. Um, or my temperature is always a little bit higher than it should be. I'm always at 99 degrees. Um, you're a hot dynamic metabolic type. And then other people will say, I don't feel hot or cold, I feel fine. And so they are temperature neutral dynamic metabolic types, right? And it's important to know that because being too cold makes your energy flow sluggish. And so it tends to cause more inflammation and it also allows more toxins to sit in your body because your body doesn't move things around as efficiently when things are too cold. And I say this a lot, but it's so important. Out in nature, when the temperature goes down, things slow down, right? And even water will freeze. It will stop moving entirely if you cool it down enough, right? And so things slow down when they're cold. The same thing happens in your body. And so there are a lot of clients who will uh, feel better within a week or so just by not eating cold food anymore because they were too cold. And so it's about balance, right? And so you want to make sure if I'm too cold, I want to warm myself up. If I'm excessive, I want to do what is going to remove the inflammation and toxins most efficiently. But if I'm deficient, I want to build myself up, right? So if you're deficient, you need to build yourself up. It's all about balance. If you're excessive, if there's too much inflammation and toxins, you want to drain those things out. It's about balance, reachieving balance. If you're too cold, you want to make yourself warmer. If you're too hot, you want to cool yourself down, right? And so that's what balance is all about. Um, it's about making sure that you're aware, okay, my body temperature is too low, or I always have a sensation that I'm too cold. And now, once you know that, you can kind of predict how you're going to respond to things, right? So I'll have clients who think that eating salads is healthy for them. So they'll eat salads a lot, but then they'll come in and say, I feel so cold all the time. I'm exhausted. Um, you know, I, I water pools in my legs. I don't understand why my ankles are swollen. They've been to the cardiologist. They've had a physical, they've had blood work. It's all normal. And it's simply that they're too cold and their food's too cold. And so they're making their energy flow that much more sluggish. And so the water is literally pooling and, and also their energy is kind of pooling. And so that makes them feel tired. Um, and so once we warm up their diet, so we'll ask them to A, stop eating the cold raw food, right? So raw food by its nature tends to be cold just by its nature. Vegetables in general tend to be cooling, uh, but raw vegetables in particular tend to be cooling. And so you wanna make sure that you cook your vegetables um, and again, people will say, but then I'll lo they'll lose their nutritional value. Well, I'll say, just make a broth out of them and drink the broth too, so that you still get the nutrition, you know, in your vegetables, but they have to be cooked if you're too cold. If you're too hot, then that's different, right? If you're, if you're um, always hot and your body temperature is even a little bit high, what that loosely means is that you're too acidic, right? Acid is hot, it burns. And so if you're too acidic, you're going to feel warmer than usual. You're going to feel warmer compared to other people. 
you will benefit from eating raw vegetables, right? You will benefit from cooling yourself down because you're too hot. And so you'll be great for an alkaline diet. Um, you'll be great for salads and things like that. Um, but you won't be great for hot, spicy foods, right? So people that are too hot are those who shouldn't eat, um, you know, red meats and very spicy food because red meat is hot by its nature. Um, you know, the color red uh, tends to be warming um, and spices will tend to be warming, right? And we all talk about the meat sweats, right? When we eat a lot of meat, you know, some people will say they start to sweat, right? Those are the people with the hot dynamic metabolic types, um, you know, that they will feel, they will make themselves hotter by eating the red meat. Um, and so what that means is you're going to make yourself more acidic. So it's not going to be a good balance for you. You're going to drive yourself more into being too hot if you're already hot and you're eating red meat and spicy food. And so that's how you can begin to balance yourself once you know your dynamic metabolic type. The other thing that you can know then is what type of exercise is going to suit you best, right? Um, so once you know, okay, here's my diet and here's what I should eat more of and here's what I should avoid. The next thing is what, what type of exercise should I do, right? Um, so people will always ask me, should I do this exercise, that exercise? Or they'll come in and they'll say, I tried, you know, high intensity interval training and I felt so much worse after. Um, and then when we assess their dynamic metabolic type, we'll see that they were a deficient dynamic metabolic type. So once you know, okay, what is high intensity interval training, right? It tells you in the name, it's high intensity. So in other words, you're going to be expending a lot of energy to do that activity. Something where you're going to be expending a lot of energy to do that activity. So another thing would be running, right? So we expend a lot of energy running. Uh, we expend a lot of energy, um, you know, play, uh, doing, um, uh, pull, uh, not Pilates, I'm sorry. What's the other one? P90X, boot camp, um, again, high intensity interval training. There's a lot of energy expenditure associated with those exercises. So if you are a deficient dynamic metabolic type, that will not balance you, right? You can see now that if I'm deficient, I don't want to waste the energy that I have because I already don't have enough energy. And so those people, I will tell them, make sure you do what, what I consider to be or what's considered to be, I should say, restorative activities. Um, so it's not that you shouldn't move, right? It's not that you shouldn't exercise, but you want the exercises that you do to be restorative. Um, you want the activities that you do to be restorative. And so what does that mean, right? The, the most restorative thing you can actually do is breathe. Um, and that's not an exercise per se, but you can get exercise benefits from just breathing. Um, the reason being, if you're breathing properly, you will actually drive more oxygen into your body, which will then increase your metabolism. Um, it will allow your body to make and use more energy. So that will not only bring you out of fatigue if you're in a deficiency state, um, but it will also have a similar impact to what we understand the health benefits of exercise to be without moving anything but your nostrils and your lungs, right? Um, so that's a, actually a restorative activity for someone who's deficient. Now, that doesn't mean people who are excessive shouldn't also do proper breathing. They should. Um, but it's much more important for the person who has a deficient dynamic metabolic type to do that type of breathing because that will help you build your energy. Um, so I think we had one question. Question, most days I wake up feeling great. I would give it a nine. I get up and I notice a few aches, get my coffee and then hit the road, feel great. But if I rush out before my coffee, I just don't have the clear mind or motivation I normally have. Also, I'm usually not uh, hot compared to my girlfriends. So I'm unclear if my metabolic type is excessive or not, or if I could be addicted to my coffee. Or lately I'm believing it's my need to take time for myself before I get ready to head uh, to take on the world. That's great. So, so yeah, so, so coffee, right? What is coffee? Um, so coffee gets us moving, right? So when we drink coffee, we have to go to the bathroom. So that moves things down and out of us, right? So coffee is a cathartic. 
It's also a diuretic. So what does that mean? A cathartic means it makes our bowels move and, and a diuretic means it makes us urinate. So coffee is moving. Uh, so it's something that forces movement. Um, and so that's, that's one of the health benefits of coffee is that it forces movement. So if you have an excess dynamic metabolic type, Coffee will actually be to your advantage as long as you're not too hot because coffee is extremely acidic, right? So you sound like you're going to be a hot excess dynamic metabolic type. Now to know better, I would suggest you take our uh, burnout assessment on our website. It'll walk you through all the five questions so you know exactly which dynamic metabolic type you are. But just from reading your question, sounds like you're a hot excess dynamic metabolic type. So coffee helps you because it, it drains the excess. So it gets that fluid, the aches and pains that you feel when you wake up is inflammation, right? Or maybe some toxins just pooling as you slept, right? So someone with an excess dynamic metabolic type sitting still will make you feel quote unquote worse. So you'll feel like there's a little bit more inflammation in your body when you wake up. But as you force yourself to move, and in particular, if you drink your coffee, you're going to force that fluid to move around because that's just what coffee does. Now, the, the downside of that potentially could be that coffee is acidic. So if you're a hot dynamic metabolic type and you're drinking coffee, it's kind of good and bad at the same time. So that's probably why you feel fine drinking the coffee. Um, so you could maybe do like a green tea so that you still kind of get the caffeine, but the green tea is going to be more cooling for you. Coffee is acidic. Green tea is alkaline. alkaline. And so um, you sound like you're definitely a hot excess dynamic metabolic type, but I would encourage you to do the burnout assessment to know for sure. And green tea might be a pretty decent substitute for your coffee if you're trying to do uh, something different or if you love your coffee and you just really want to have it, you can have your green tea later, um, you know, and that will probably help you. Um, so that's a, a great uh, question. Yes, coffee is addicting. You know, it is. Um, the, the caffeine, caffeine is addicting. Um, you know, so that we know for sure. Uh, I've had some clients use chicory uh, to uh, substitute their coffee. Um, I, I love coffee as well. I've been drinking coffee since I was five years old. Um, you know, but yeah, it is addicting. Um, you know, exercise can be addicting. You know, a lot of things can be addicting of all the addictions that exist in the world. Is that a really bad one? Probably not. Uh, especially if you're an excess dynamic metabolic type. Now, if you're a deficient dynamic metabolic type, um, coffee might, make you feel better initially, but then cause a crash and a burn. Um, so you wanna be very careful if you're deficient, but you sound like a hot excess. So that's a great question. Time for our first commercial break. Uh, and so hopefully uh, I'd love to field some more questions about dynamic metabolic types, just so I can help people to really kind of put this into practice in their day. So if you have any questions about your dynamic metabolic type, feel free to let us know. Um, so we'll be right back. You're listening to Awaken Wellness. I'm your host, Dr. Milena Riobe. Thank you. What happens when we begin to realize that the 200-year experiment we've called the American healthcare system has failed? Learn how spirituality, ancient traditions, and cutting-edge science are merging to create a new paradigm of wellness on Awakened Wellness with Milen Riobay, MD. Tune in every Wednesday at 12 a.m. and 12 p.m. Eastern Time with live video shows every first and third Wednesday at 12 p.m. Eastern when you can call in and ask Dr. Milin the questions that matter most to you. Dr. Milin is the medical director of the Rio Bay Institute of Integrative Medicine in Jupiter, Florida. For more information, visit riobeintegrativemedicine.com. Dream Vision 7 Radio Network invites you in for this dynamic, forward-thinking show. Join Dr. Bernie Siegel on Mind Health Matters every Thursday and Friday, 12 a.m. and 12 p.m. Eastern Time on syndicated Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. Bernie will draw from his inspirational personal journey, offering us special nuggets of his sacred wisdom weaved through his delightful stories. Listen in as Bernie reminds us to be fully engaged in life. 
Ever wonder what it's like to have your own radio show? Well, wonder no longer, because you can dip into the radio airwaves by being host for the day on syndicated Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. It's a fabulous way to get your radio feet wet. It's an opportunity to market your business, modality, or book. Have a guest, mention a sponsor, and take callers. Or you may want to facilitate a lesson by going solo. It's up to you. Listeners can be online, mobile, in cars with Bluetooth, or listen through Amazon's Echo by asking Alexa, play Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. For more details, go to DreamVision7Radio.com and click on Host for the Day. Delight your kids with an enchanting journey by reading the Paper Doll Kids Children's Book by Deborah Beauvais and Janine Sullivan. There's even a catchy tune, Kids for Love Song, produced by Bob Sherwood and sung by kids just like yours. The story weaves around seven paper dolls flying around the world doing good deeds as they bring important attention to our endangered animal friends. There's even a magical ring with a universal message. Kids become interested in service projects, action through compassion, and planting seeds that nurture positive change. The Paper Doll Kids and Kids for Love Song are a production of the Kids for Love Project. Get the book now on Amazon Kindle and the song on CD Baby or iTunes. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow. Welcome back to Awaken Wellness. I'm your host, Dr. Milan Riobe, and today we're talking about what's your dynamic metabolic type and how ignoring it can lead to burnout and fatigue. Uh, and so back to the exercises. So, you know, that's what we call pillar number two in our online course and uh, restorative exercises versus um, draining exercises. So I use the word draining on purpose because if you have an excess dynamic metabolic type, it's okay to drain out that excessive energy because it's not good energy, right? Your body doesn't overmake energy, right? It makes what it needs if it can. Anything that's over and above that is not necessarily, you know, uh, good energy. Um, and so if you have too much energy, you have to force yourself to move. Like the caller here, uh, who sounds like she's a hot excess dynamic metabolic type, um, then that's telling you you have extra energy, right? The body doesn't make extra anything, <laughs> right? So if there's too much of something, it, it needs to be allowed out of the body safely, right? And so draining exercises are good for that. Um, so a draining exercise would be a high intensity interval training. It could be uh, the boot camps that we talked about. It could be um, power walking. It can also be uh, cardio. It can be many, many different things, skiing, tennis, basketball, um, all of those things where you're going to expend energy, right? So the only other thing to be careful about uh, is your temperature, right? So if you're a hot excess dynamic metabolic type, a sauna at 140 and 150 degrees probably wouldn't be your best bet. So you want to watch the environments where you go do those exercises, right? Um, you know, if you have a cold excess dynamic metabolic type, then a hot sauna would be perfect, right? An infrared sauna would be perfect. But if you're already too hot, you want to watch going into places where you're going to make yourself hotter, right? Because that defeats the purpose. Um, and so for um, exercises, other restorative activities. So if you have a deficiency, your body's not able to make enough energy. Um, in other words, if I move around, I don't feel good. If I overexercise, I don't feel good. If I don't get enough sleep, I don't feel good. Those are the people that have a deficient dynamic metabolic type. Going back to the restorative exercises, breathing is the most restorative thing we can do. Um, also, Tai Chi, Qigong, and Yin Yoga. Those things are restorative because they are moving meditations. And so when we meditate, we're, we're breathing in a very specific way. And when we marry that with motion, then that's a moving meditation. And we call that a restorative activity. Um, other things that are restorative are grounding, uh, because now you're allowing the current of the earth to come into the body. You're exchanging electrons with the earth. And so electrons are also um, 
what your body uses to make energy. So when you breathe, what the end result is, you're exchanging electrons in deep inside your cells so that your body can then use that currency, if you will, to make energy. Um, and so electrons are actually really important. Um, and so grounding is a great way to do that. And then sunshine, sunlight, right? Again, that's not a, an activity per se, but, but you're restoring yourself. And in particular, if you're a cold dynamic metabolic type, going out in the sun and exposing your pore to the sun, not to the point where you get sunburned, so you wanna be very careful, but at dawn and dusk are the best times um, to get the, the sunlight, and that's the infrared wavelengths of light uh, that are very restorative. So those are some ways that you can start to figure out how, how should I, what exercises, what activities are going to benefit me the most. Now, that doesn't mean if you love to play tennis and you're a deficient dynamic metabolic type that you can't play tennis anymore. It just means you have to do other things to prepare your body to play tennis and understand that I'm draining my body when I play tennis. And so maybe I need to eat more. Maybe I need to feed my body more. Maybe I need to sleep more before and after I play tennis, right? Um, I need to do things that allow my body to rest more and to build up more so that I can play tennis, right? So it's not about cutting out things and not enjoying your life. It's about understanding what's my pattern, what's my dynamic metabolic type, and how is not knowing that contributing to my fatigue and my burnout. So if you love to play tennis and you're in a burnout state, you're gonna increase your risk of injury and then you're not gonna be able to play tennis, right? So knowing your dynamic metabolic type helps you to better equip yourself to play tennis safely and to enjoy playing it, um, you know, and, and to get yourself out of a burnout state at the same time. So I think we had more questions. These Good question. My temperature runs a few marks lower than normal. My doctor says it's okay. Lots of people run a bit below the normal temperature. Should I be concerned? Also, I have a hard time waking up in the morning. My husband calls me sleepy head. Yeah. Um, yeah. So having a lower than normal body temperature is not normal. It may be common. Lots of people do have a temperature that's lower than normal. Uh, so that makes it common, but not normal. Um, and common is not normal. Um, we make the assumption that common is normal, but normal body temperature is 98.6. So anything that veers from that to any significant degree um, is going to be abnormal. And so if you're below 98.6, let's say you're 97, right? Um, that may be what you've always been, but the problem, what that's saying to you is that you have a cold dynamic metabolic type. Um, and so now you want to go through the questionnaire to figure out, am I a cold excess or a cold deficient? Because that's going to help you maneuver your way out of that. <clears throat> and so if you wake up in the morning and you're tired, the next question is, well, if I move around, do I get more tired or do I feel better? If you're deficient, you're going to feel worse moving around more. So you're the one that's going to want to take a nap later if you can, right? Um, you're the one that's... Uh, might not exercise as much because you're too tired to exercise or you feel worse when you exercise. If that's you, then you want to warm yourself up by building up your metabolism. So you want to have a, a spicier food. So you want to add some ginger and nutmeg and um, uh, garlic to your food. Um, obviously not in the same <laughs> recipe, right? But um, these are just examples of spices. If you're super cold, like 96 degrees, then maybe a little cayenne. But if you're only just a little bit colder than usual, then things like ginger and curry, um, onions are warming, garlic's warming, fennel is warming, ghee is warming. Most spices are warming. Uh, and so if you have a lower than normal temperature, you may need to sleep a bit more. If you're a woman, you may need nine hours of sleep a night consistently. Uh, if you're a man, you would need eight hours of sleep a night consistently to build metabolism. Um, and then, uh, you know, uh, exercises, you would want to be restorative if you're deficient, right? And so um, uh, yin yoga, tai chi, qigong, um, grounding, infrared sauna, I'm sorry, uh, infrared, um, yeah, infrared saunas would be good. Um Things that are generally warming would be very good, at, but it's not it's not uh, healthy to have a low body temperature. And you also want to make sure you get your thyroid checked, right? So sometimes an underactive thyroid will drive your temperature too low, 
When your temperature goes down too low, your metabolism follows. And so you will have a low metabolism for that reason, which is why when you wake up in the morning, despite having been in bed for all those hours, you still don't feel well, right? Um, that's because your metabolism is on the lower side, likely. So that might be something to do is to warm yourself up more um, with your food, do more restorative exercises and get a little bit more sleep. That might help you. Um, Question, sleep is hard for me to achieve. My thoughts never stop. I have things I must get done on time and done right. Could this be connected to my metabolic rate? Um, yeah. So again, you could be deficient or excessive and have excessive thoughts. Um, and so you'd wanna do the, the questionnaire so that you know which of the six dynamic metabolic types you are, right? Once you know that, then you would match the food to, to bring balance to that. So if you end up being a hot excess, you want to have an alkaline diet. If you end up being a cold excess, you want to have warm, well-cooked foods. If you're a deficient hot, then you want to have alkaline food. But the thing about deficiency for eating is you want to eat small, frequent meals throughout the day, right? And people are like, oh gosh, I have enough to get done. I got to think about food every three hours. And yes, you do. <laughs> um, even if it's a shake or something quick, um, you want to make sure that you have small, frequent meals because you're trying to build up your metabolism. Um, people that have an excess dynamic metabolic type, in other words, they have enough energy, but it's stuck they can afford not to eat as much, but the people with the deficient dynamic metabolic types really can't afford to fast and skip meals and do those things because you, you have to remember, I don't have enough energy. So if I actually um, starve myself even more by fasting and skipping meals, I'm going to have even less energy, right? And that's the opposite of what you want. So you want these small frequent meals so that you can um, build your metabolism up. So, um, Racing thoughts can be uh, deficient or excessive. Um, most of the time, if your mind just really can't stop, that's a sign of heat. Um, and so in Chinese medicine, we understand that heat rises, right? We understand that in you know regular everyday experience, right? The second level of your house is always warmer than the first level. Um, you know, heat rises. And so heat rises in your body as well. So if you have a hot dynamic metabolic type where you're creating heat in your body, that will rise and that will attack your head. And so that will create the mind racing. Uh, but you could be an excess or a deficient dynamic metabolic type either way and still have excessive thoughts. Um, and so you wanna know which of those you are so that you can match up your food intake, your activities, how much sleep you need, uh, et cetera, to match that, to bring that into balance. Um, and then breathing. There is no better way to control thoughts than through breathing exercises. So again, the five second inhale and the five second exhale through the nostril um, quiets the mind just automatically because it allows your body to relax. Um, and when your body can relax, it can start to, you know, uh, calm the thoughts as well. So time for our next commercial break. These are awesome questions. So keep them coming. Thank you. Uh, you're listening to Awaken Wellness. I'm your host, Dr. Milan Riobe, and we will be right back. What happens when we begin to realize that the 200-year experiment we've called the American healthcare system has failed? Learn how spirituality, ancient traditions, and cutting-edge science are merging to create a new paradigm of wellness on Awakened Wellness with Milen Riobay, MD. Tune in every Wednesday at 12 a.m. and 12 p.m. Eastern Time with live video shows every first and third Wednesday at 12 p.m. Eastern when you can call in and ask Dr. Milin the questions that matter most to you. Dr. Milin is the medical director of the Rio Bay Institute of Integrative Medicine in Jupiter, Florida. For more information, visit RIOBEintegrativemedicine.com. Dream Vision 7 Radio Network invites you in for this dynamic, forward-thinking show. 
Edesia is a U.S. nonprofit dedicated to the dream of ending childhood malnutrition for millions of children around the world. Through the manufacture of Plumpy Nut and other nutrient-rich, peanut-based, ready-to-use foods, Edesia has already delivered life and hope to nearly one million children in over 26 developing countries. To find out how you can join Edesia's dream of ending childhood malnutrition, please visit ediciaglobal.org. What if dreams can diagnose your life? What if we can meet the love of our life in dreams? Join host Cat O'Keefe Cannabis, the number one internationally best-selling author of Dreams That Can Save Your Life, written with Duke University medical doctor Larry Burke. Dreaming Healing is where we'll explore dreams, research, and interpret dreams from you, the caller. Dreaming Healing shows can be heard every Tuesday at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. Eastern with live shows on the first and third evenings at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific time on syndicated Dream Vision 7 radio network. Come live your dreams out loud with Cat. Are you searching for a way to help create global change? Dream Vision 7 radio network's vision is to have an eclectic group of radio hosts dedicated to educating, enlightening, and helping humankind with positive messages and tools that enhance lives using different modalities and programs. If you would like to join our team and help illuminate the universe, call Deborah at 508-226-1723 or Deborah at DreamVision7Radio.com. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow. Welcome back to Awakened Wellness. I'm your host, Dr. Milena Ryobe, and we're talking about dynamic metabolic types. And so uh, just to end on uh, the temperature neutral ones, right? So you don't have to be too hot or too cold. You could have a neutral temperature, um, but still be excess or deficient. Um, and so for those who have a neutral temperature, temperature is 98.6, only goes up if you're sick, you know, and, and it's just normal. You don't feel hot, you don't feel cold, you feel pretty good. Um, but you're either an excess or a dynamic metabolic type. And so for that, you, you want to, again, stay balanced. So there are, you know, temperature neutral foods that you can eat. Um, but it's kind of hard to stay on that, you know, narrow of a tightrope. So, you know, temperature neutral foods are things like duck and eggs, um, poultry, um, uh, salmon's a little bit on the warmer side. Most fish is cooling. Uh, red meats are warm for the most part. Gamey meats are very warm as well. Um, most fruits can be neutral to warming to cooling. So tropical fruits tend to be cooling. Um, watermelon and papaya, mango, uh, citrus fruits are also cooling. Uh, in other words, when we say things are cooling, we mean that they're on the alkaline side. Um, and so people say citrus fruits are acidic. How can you say they're alkaline, right? And I used to think the same thing. Um, in Chinese medicine, they are cooling foods. And I always found that to be bizarre. How can that be cooling? But it is cooling. And what I read in my study of functional medicine is citrus fruits are acidic on the outside of the body, but when you eat them and they are metabolized in the body, they become alkaline. Uh, and so they are alkalinizing. And so the Chinese say that they are cooling. And so they're correct um, as a food. And um, so you want to kind of know, okay, like, for example, the first caller who turned out to be a hot excess dynamic metabolic type, but she's drinking coffee, right? So the coffee is good for the excess because coffee moves things around. But if she's hot and she's drinking coffee, she's making her hot hotter, right? And so that may not be beneficial. Uh, so what I recommended to her is that she have green tea as well. So, you know, coffee in the morning, green tea later on in the day. And what, what that does is, is because green tea is alkalinizing um, and coffee is acidic, they'll kind of neutralize each other at the end of the day, right? And so that's, you know, a strategy that I, I teach my clients to, to use is 
if I really love coffee, like me, I would never give up coffee. Like <laughs> it would just never be a thing, um, you know? Uh, and so I know, okay, I need to have more green tea. I need to uh, do things that are going to balance the coffee. Right. Um, and so I do that. I just know, okay, I'm going to balance it out with other things that are going to cool me down. Right. So I'll have, you know, salads to cool me down. I'll do things that will balance the, the heat and the acidity of the coffee. Um, and so those are some strategies if you're temperature neutral uh, that you can employ. And people will say, how do I know like what's hot, what's cold? Like it's so confusing and kind of, yeah. Um, you can look at nature, right? Nature kind of builds in the clues, you know? Um, and so fish, the ocean tends to be pretty cool, right? And so things that live in the ocean tend to be cooling. Um, so fish in general tend to be cooling. Um, water, again, is cooling. So, so foods that have a very high water content, like celery and cucumbers, uh, citrus fruits have a lot of water in them. Um, so that's one of the reasons that they're so cooling is because of the sheer amount of water that, that is in them. Um, and uh, things that are grown in tropical environments, things that are uh, naturally found in tropical environments are going to be actually cooling. So um, nature also has this kind of built-in balance to itself. So Nature knows if you're in a climate that's close to the equator, that's super hot, you need things around you that are going to be cooling. Uh, so tropical fruits are cooling uh, for that reason. And same thing, things that are at the higher um, altitudes, or I'm sorry, latitudes, like uh, elk and bison, you'll find them at the higher latitudes on the planet. They tend to be hot because that environment is cold, right? And so... Um, those are some of the ways you can kind of cheat and, and figure out, is this hot? Is this cold? Um, also, things that are bland, things that don't have much flavor, like green tea, <laughs> um, not much flavor, right? And so that's bland. It's cooling. Um, things that are spicier will be warmer, like cayenne pepper, right? It'll burn your mouth. So that's a clear indication that it's warming, right? So those are some of the, the ways you can kind of uh, cheat. I think we have another question. Uh, statement, a previous show you taught on hormones, eye-opening. I saw my doctor and now I'm taking estrogen and progesterone with fingers crossed that I'm doing the right thing to help my body. I trust your advice. My doctor was hesitant, so I convinced her by what you shared. Thanks for sharing your expertise. Oh, you're welcome. Well, one caveat to that, <laughs> I would say, um, make sure that those hormones are being properly monitored, right? Um, if your doctor's not comfortable monitoring your hormones or if she's not monitoring them at all, I would highly recommend that you see someone who would monitor those for you. Um, it, you want to be very careful on hormone replacement therapy, uh, not to just be on it, right? Um, you want to be sure that you're monitoring them and also marrying them to proper nutrition. Um, so hormones, again, don't work in a vacuum. So you have to make sure your nutrition's on point. So hopefully she's doing all that with you. Um, you know, so I just wanted to put that out there, but I'm, I'm really happy that if you needed to be on those hormones that you're on them, I uh, just want to make sure that, uh, they're being properly monitored and surrounded by really good nutrition, uh, so that you get the actual benefit of those hormones. So that's wonderful to hear. Thank you. Um, and then statement, my old man now listens with me to your show. He still pretends he isn't interested in making changes. Okay. <laughs> that's okay. So step up, right? Um, and so, yeah, that's good to hear. Um, you can't unhear what you heard, right? You can't unknow what you know. Uh, and that's the beauty of what we all do in the world. And so thank you for sharing that. Um, and so let's see, what else can I, what else can I add to today? Um, detoxification, right? So that's a, the fourth pillar that I coach my uh, clients on. And again, you really want to be very careful. You want to know if you're an excess dynamic metabolic type or a deficient dynamic metabolic type before you even entertain the thought of detoxification. Um, I've uh, throughout the years uh, seen a lot of clients who have detoxed themselves into burnout because they feel toxic, right? They, they perceive that, that something's not right. 
Uh, and so they go and they do a detox and they feel better temporarily and then they start to feel tired again. So they'll feel better for a few days and then they start to feel fatigued again. And what what happens is they think, well, let me go do another detox. Maybe I didn't do the cleanse long enough. And they do another cleanse and then they feel a little better for a couple of days and then they start to feel poorly again. And then they get on this weird, vicious circle where they feel toxic. So they go do these cleanses. What's happening there is they're typically a deficient dynamic metabolic type doing a detox, right? And again, you want to be careful because if you don't have enough energy, and that's what a deficient dynamic metabolic type is, is your body, for whatever reason, it could be missing vitamins, minerals, hormones, proteins, fats, things are missing that it would use to make and power, you know, your, your body function. And if that's not enough, you're tired because of the deficiency dynamic metabolic type. If you may feel toxic, because if you don't have enough energy to detox yourself, you will accumulate toxins and inflammation because of that. But you want to be very careful. That doesn't mean you have an excess dynamic metabolic type. It actually still means you have a deficient dynamic metabolic type. And so detoxing is not going to be beneficial for you because the reason you have the inflammation and the toxins is because of the deficiency. It's not just because you have this extra stuff in your body and your body has enough energy. So you want to go through the questionnaire and make sure if I'm a deficient dynamic metabolic type, I'm not going to detox. But what I will do is build up my own metabolism to detox for me, right? So your body has all of uh, the equipment um, and the ability to detox itself as long as it has what it needs to do that with. Now, sometimes someone will say, uh, someone will determine that they have an excess dynamic metabolic type and they're not detoxing themselves because of all the junk that's in the way, right? Because of the toxins and the inflammation, maybe they have heavy metal toxicity and other things bogging down their detoxification systems. And that's why they're not detoxing. Those people under proper guidance can do cleanses and detoxes to get those toxins out of the way so that the body can then start to move its own energy. But those with a deficient dynamic metabolic type have to build themselves up. And so you need to eat for your dynamic metabolic type, get more sleep, um, do restorative exercises. And what that will do is that will allow your body to then begin to detox itself and you'll begin to raise your metabolism and then your body will detox itself. Then if you need a little extra push with a cleanse or a detox, once you've filled in all those gaps, then it would be more appropriate to do a detox. But then you wanna watch your temperature as well. So if you're hot, you wanna make sure you don't detox with cayenne pepper, right? You wanna make sure you're doing perhaps greens drinks if you're too hot. If you're too cold, the cayenne pepper might be beneficial or things that are spicier and warmer would be more beneficial if you're too cold. So that's how knowing your dynamic metabolic type can keep you out of trouble and help you beat burnout for good. Uh, if you wanna do our burnout assessment, feel free to go to our website, awakenwellnessnow.com. Uh, you can download the burnout assessment and uh, take a peek. There's a PDF there that will help you get started. Uh, if you wanna join us in our online uh, coaching program, the Wellness Warrior Nine-Week Transformation Program, uh, feel free to go to our website, awakenwellnessnow.com and book a call to speak with me. I'll let you know exactly how we can help you beat burnout for good in as little as three weeks. All right, thank you for listening. I'm Dr. Milan Riobe. You've been listening to Awaken Wellness Now. Thank you so much and many, many blessings. Until next time. Join us next time on Awakened Wellness with Milen Riobe, MD, to learn how spirituality, ancient traditions, and cutting-edge science are merging to create a new paradigm of wellness. Awakened Wellness airs every Wednesday at 12 a.m. and 12 p.m. Eastern Time with live video shows every first and third Wednesday at 12 p.m. Eastern of each month. Meanwhile, you can join our Facebook page at facebook.com slash awakenedwellness and let us know what you'd like to discuss on future episodes. Dr. Milin is the medical director of the Rio Bay Institute of Integrative Medicine in Jupiter, Florida. For more information, visit riobayintegrativemedicine.com. 
This show is part of the Dream Vision 7 radio network. This is Dream Vision 7 radio network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow. Flow. 